Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I pray that you're having a wonderful day, amen, and our prayer is to add to that day that you're having, this day you're enjoying, amen. If you haven't already, uh, we would love for you to like and subscribe to Kingdom Concepts, so that way every Monday when we drop a new episode, amen, you're one of the first people to receive it, amen. It is our prayer and our heart's desire, amen, to help you to be a success, amen, for you to experience the life that God created for you to have, and today, amen, we're especially blessed to have one of my good friends, amen, Reverend James Randolph amen. in the studio. Praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, to, to, to be able to have you here is just, uh, man, it's got me super pumped because uh, I, I love the just the energy in the, the faith and the devotion that you have for God. Ever since I've met you, it's like you've always been someone that's cranked up all the way to 10. Amen. And, and, and you're giving God everything. And that's without coffee. And I that, like coffee, yeah, but yeah. I'm cranked up without it. <laughs> you know, somebody said, do you ever, ever wake up grouchy or grumpy or cranky or whatever. I said, no, I leave her sleeping, man. <laughs> yeah, you better quit. Yeah, yeah your wife's going to hurt you. But uh, we, we just are so, so blessed to have you in the studio. Amen. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to want to grab a notebook, amen. You're going to want to be writing some things down. Grab your Bible. Uh, take some notes, amen. And uh, what's awesome is you can come back and watch this episode again and again and again. Um, but uh, go back and watch the last one we just did. I'm telling you, good stuff. Stuff, really good stuff. Um, but man, let's just dive right in and grab well, a hold wanna, of this. I want to interrupt you because I want to thank you. Uh, uh, I want to thank you and your team for investing in the kingdom of God. Um, these kingdom concepts or are for the body of Christ. They're not for you. Yeah. I mean, you built yourself up. You you've studied, um, and and you and your wife and your team here, you have studied and you've put together. Something that is so easy to follow, mm. so easy to get into the groove of. So, you know, I want to I want to knock down all the naysayers out there. <laughs> you know, shut your mouth. Listen, l just just humble yourself and and plug back in. And and, and that's the thing about you. you. The grace runs freely. You mm. know, if if somebody's out there running their mouth, you, you're you're quick to forgive them. Come back in. Be a part of. And and this mm. is what the kingdom keys is about: building people up. Absolutely. So that they can get into their place. And I just want to thank you. Oh, man, I thank want to thank you. you for all you guys do. And um, forgive all the slang. But we're having fun. <laughs> and I, I appreciate you, man. I just thank you. I appreciate you, too. I'll tell you, you know, you're like the company you keep. And I just love hanging out. I love hanging out with brothers like you. I always say that if uh, you want big fleas, you need to hang out with big dogs. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> hang out with some big dogs today. Amen. Uh, because, you know, it's like uh, every one of us, man. I mean, we're living in this world that... Uh, you know, on, on God's watch, I mean, we are at the beginning of the last days. You know, we're at that uh, that time of, of, of the beginning of sorrows. And, man, I've never seen in my lifetime, I've never seen people's hearts be more open to the gospel like I'm seeing right now. It is not hard to get people saved. And it's not hard to, to know where the harvest is at. Oh, I mean, it's man. there. And uh, But one of the things that I, that I haven't ever really seen or experienced in my walk with God is the amount of, and I'm not, I don't think this is an exaggeration, the amount of people that claim to be believers that we've seen, you know, in the last few years, you know, since COVID, yeah. just 
people just, uh, their, their walk with God was revealed. You get to see the, it's like the, the parable of the sower, the quality of the soil that's in people's lives. You know, you got to see how deep their roots were. You got to, you got to see how strong the relationship was with God. And, uh, and every one of us, I believe these things have been revealed in this day, but I've been surprised at how many have really just revealed that they have a form of godliness, uh -huh. but there's, the power definitely isn't there. And why do you think that is? I mean, the, the mm. power comes from the all-powerful. Yeah, yeah. You know, the almighty. Mm. And so that, that leads you to believe they have the knowledge of, mm. they've, they've memorized some stuff. I know people that can Come quote on. Bibles. I mean, literally, translations. They can quote books of the Bible and different translations. Yeah. And they can roll with it. And they sound good, but there's no power in their life outside of the church or the, what they deem as a church, which mm. is a sanctuary, because mm -hmm. they go from home to the sanctuary and they hide, and it's all they do is stay at home and study. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not belittling or criticizing, yeah. but yet I am, because where's the power? Mm -hmm. If they're afraid to go out into the highways and where they were delivered from, they're mm -hmm. afraid. You, you, what happens is you get discipled, you get strong, you get converted, whatever. You come to a place where you go back, mm -hmm. and you don't get entangled again with the sin of come your past. On. You go back to deliver the sinner. Mm -hmm. You don't go back to smoke pot. You don't go back to shoot dope. You don't yeah. go back to getting drunk. Uh, and there's so many people that are entangled with that stuff, or they're fearful. Yeah. They they say they have faith, but yet they excuse the term. I, I hate to get into this, but during COVID, <laughs> they wear masks that say "No fear here." Seriously, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, well, Christians have become that stupid. Excuse the terminology mm. that that we're going to wear a mask that says "No fear here," and but yet you're deploying that you're fearful because you're not walking by faith. Yeah. What happened to consecrating ourselves and being in the presence of God, staying hours in prayer, staying hours in the Word, so that when pandemics come, when viruses come, that we could say, I'm not I'm not being boastful or bragful about it, but if you want to pour that stuff on my skin and watch it dissolve because of the blood of Jesus yeah. or because of the Word of God Amen. or because Amen. my faith says and the Word is truth, then, then go ahead. But I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death because the Word of God is a lamp mm -hmm. and it's a light. Come on. And I believe this and I'm going to walk this out. Amen. You know, and, and uh, it's like you're never going to get away from living by faith. You know, mm -hmm. the Bible says the just shall live by faith, you know, and, and it says mm -hmm. that repeatedly. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Romans, you know, uh, 117, Hebrews 1038, uh, you know, uh, uh, all these scriptures that say the just shall live by faith. And um, again, but unless in, in faith is, any faith that's not tested is weak faith. Mm -hmm. But you really find out where you stand with the Lord when things come like what we've experienced. We have a lady, a lady in our church that's 102 years old, man, come that, on. you know, uh, uh, it just she she came to church, you know, when others wouldn't come to church, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, it, she did contract COVID, but man, her faith beat COVID, you know, and she just kept moving forward. And I think it, it comes down to like what we've been talking about, you know, you have a free will. And you have the power to choose whatever you want. You can choose to be a victor or you can choose to be a victim. You yeah. can choose to be an overcomer or you can choose to be someone that's overcome. Yeah. And what, what I learned when it came to this Christian walk, because there's some, man, there's some road I want us to travel right uh -huh. now. Um, when it comes to this walk of faith, you know, I learned a long time ago, and granted, this isn't Bible. I think Confucius said this, but I think he got it from the Bible. But, you know, a person that knows how to conquer themselves is a person that cannot be conquered. Mm. It's like you have 
you have to trust in the Lord yes. to grab a hold of this life. Uh, you know, once you come to that place of surrender where you accept Jesus Christ, how the kind of Christian you will become, man, it, it totally is your choice, right? Yep. Whether, uh, whether you're going to be a strong Christian or a mm. weak Christian, what do you what do you think are some of the things that cause people, uh, you know, to succeed when they get saved that causes them uh, to grow and, and to make better choices? What, what would you tell someone today if you want to be a better Christian, a stronger Christian, what kind of choices would they need to make? Well, you got to make choices to keep the right people around you. Mm. You know, if you don't have the right people around you, and them are people that are going to tell you the truth no matter what. You're going to be yoked to somebody today, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You're going to be either yoked to the world and the world system or carnality, or you're going to be yoked to spirituality. And, and Jesus said that, take my yoke upon me. And in John chapter 8, he said that if you take my yoke upon me, it's light and easy. So you could always depict and, and you can always use that as a compass of or a thermometer of what is if there's things that are if it's not light and easy in my life I know I'm not yoked. <laughs> it's common yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yoked to Jesus. Why am I not yoked? Because I'm not. I'm conforming to this world. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, mm -hmm. don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Mm -hmm. Transfor I like the Transformers. I watch them little yeah. movies and stuff, and <laughs> I am a Transformer. I like the Transformers. So um, don't, be don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. So in transition, there's something that takes place. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some barbs that are being knocked off your life, man. Some, there's things that are being gouged out, and, and it's painful a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I, I just got to say that, but on a continually, continually basis, I'm not promised tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Today, I got to take, Dawn and I have, a, have a, a motto. We take, we live in the moment. Yeah. Living in these moments is like a now moment. Now mm -hmm. faith is. Mm -hmm. You got to know that you're in faith right now, right now. Mm -hmm. not, and, and so now is right now. So there's going to be, not, not, that was then, that was the path. I'm in now, I'm in faith. Come on. And so living, knowing this and having your mind renewed to this and always going back and reflecting, the Bible in Proverbs is true that if you meditate day and night on the Word of God, if you want to be successful, do the Bible. Mm. Live the Bible. Yeah. It's, these are practical principles that Dr. Hagen told Dr. Barclay back in the 90s, late 90s, him and uh, uh, Pastor Osteen called him to the hotel room and said, listen, we're not going to be here, Mark. Mm. We're not going to be here, but we need you to reteach faith as we taught it and as we know it. Mm -hmm. So, but you look at the measures of people that are freaking out and flaking out and whacking out and wigging out and all these weird stuff, man. Yeah. And they're doing it under the pretense of the church. Yeah. But walking by faith every single day, being able to stay away from stay on the straight and narrow, mm -hmm. takes effort. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and you and you have to. You know, like in, in the last episode, we were talking about how important it is to have mentors and to have the right voices in your life because uh, you're going to become like the company that you keep. And, you know, and it's so important that you follow people. It's like this, man. I don't follow nobody whose life I don't want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I, I'm going to follow people, man, that where they've laid hold That's of something. Good. And, man, I want, I want to lay hold of that same thing. And I know this. When uh, I, I heard this great, great man of God, his name was Dick Rubin. And he, he, he said this, he said, when the pattern's right, the glory will fall. Mm. And this man, he was attributed uh, to the one that brought the formula, man, that just that, that right biblical formula for the Brownsville revival. When it took off, uh, you know, um, Pastor Kilpatrick, he, he, you know, he says, you know, it was because of Dick Rubin. 
what he taught them before, you know, that brought it about because Dick Rubin said, you know, there's a way that God wants to do things, yeah. you know, and when you step into that place, you're going to experience things. And it doesn't matter, you know, what color your skin is, doesn't matter, you know, uh, where, whether you were born on this side of the tracks or the wrong side of the tracks, you know, the word works yeah. for anybody, but you definitely have to come to a place where you're with people and you're, and you're following people, amen, that they've been living those patterns. Yes. Because those, I mean, you're, you know, your pastor, Dr. Mark Barclay, good friend, um, man, just the, the adventure that his, his, his life has been, uh, it, it blesses me to see how many people that God trusts his influence to, to where he uses it to help people make right choices yeah. for righteous living. Well, that's what you're doing. Look what you do. You know, <laughs> you're you're a pastor and you look at, and so God called me out of prison to connect to a man of God like Dr. Mark T. Barclay. Yeah. So I'm connected to the man. I'm mm. not connected to the church or the church building. I'm not called to living word. I'm called to the man of God. Mm -hmm. He is my pastor. A lot of people out there, you might be watching this right now and you don't have a pastor, mm. but right here is setting a pastor that you could plug into and you could pull off the gift and a lot of people who are probably sitting in your church have not even recognized or realized yet. They haven't got the, the revelation knowledge, mm. the epiphany as we call it. Whoa, I need a pastor. <laughs> I've been sitting here all this time. I don't got a pastor. Well, yeah. that's the cream of the crop if you ask mm. me. That's what keeps you on the straight and narrow, knowing... So I was called to the man of God, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, and it's a long testimony, but God, um, word through word of knowledge, through confirmation, revelation knowledge, got me mm -hmm. to Living Word Church, sitting in the chair, the Lord said, I will father you through this man mm -hmm. from the pulpit. Well, I didn't even know he had a daughter. Yeah. You know, I, I, and the you Lord know told now. me, I know now, <laughs> back then the Lord said, you're going to marry this girl. And I was like, whoa, hey, yeah, <laughs> found out it was Dr. Mark T. Barclay's daughter, you know, preacher of righteousness, two-tour Vietnam vet, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, Lord, did I hear your voice right, you know, but 28 years later, you know, you don't get from point A to point B without being proven, without being, without going through some stuff. But my point was, Having a pastor, you're a pastor, yeah. And and people out there need a pastor, absolutely. And they need a they need a man of God. They need somebody who's going to stand for righteousness and preach the truth. Mm. You don't get that a lot. You get yeah. it right now. We're seeing it. We're seeing it right before our very sure. eyes. The Bible is unfolding. You said it yourself. These are end times, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of preachers out there that are taking and they're saying that oh, uh, the word of God isn't this ain't the word of God anymore. They're they're getting they're confused. Mm. They're confused, and oh. it's hurting a lot of lives. You know, and it, it it and again it comes back to choices, and it's like, uh, and that's why it's so important that you have those right people in your life. The Bible says, you know, though you have ten thousand instructors in Christ, you don't mm. have many fathers. It's like you're always going to have someone that can teach you something, Amen. but but you have those divine relationships that that bring you to a place of decision. Yes, you know, and uh, one, one scripture we were talking about earlier. Uh, uh, for those of you who have your Bibles, amen, Joshua chapter 24, and I'll, I'll let you turn there. I, w I want us to read verse 14 and 15 because here you have God's, uh, God's people brought into the promised land because you can have someone lead you into the promised land, but it's your choice if, whether you're going to possess that land or just yeah. be in the land. And, uh, and Joshua makes this bold statement here in uh, Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 and 15. Would you go ahead and read that? Yeah, I'd love to. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Come on. And put away 
the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. Verse 15, it says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me, Come on. in my house, we will serve the Lord. Yeah. Ooh, I, I, I love this because it really is a choice. Serving the Lord is a choice. Mm. And who you're with, uh, they help you make the right choices. It's like what we we're talking about, you know, being a parent, man. You're, you're, you're empowered by God and, and you're responsible to God to help people grow to a place to where they're making right choices. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I know that when it comes to this decision to serve the Lord, um, there are things that God requires. Again, there's a pattern that if, if, if you follow that pattern, you know, you can have the same results that God is giving to others. And, and I think that sometimes this is where things get lost in, in churches is that you can have two people that attend the same church, sit under the same message, but yet they get different results. Yeah. And, and you can trace it all back to choices. Mm. You know, uh, a scripture I want to add to the one that you just read is uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10 Verse 11 and 12, or, or verse, yeah, 11 and 12. And it says, And the Lord said, Arise. He says, Take thy journey before thy people, that they may go in and possess the land which I swore under their fathers to give unto them. Now, this is it, verse 12. Yeah. And now, Israel, what does the Lord God require of thee? So here's, a, here's, here's God saying, There's some choices you need to make, and mm -hmm. this is what I want you to do. He says, This is what I require of thee, but to fear, which means to honor and respect, to reverence God. To fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, not some, yeah. all his ways, and to love him. Bible says that if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. Mm. He says, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. That's a choice. That's a choice. That is a choice. Why is it? I mean, it shouldn't be hard to honor God to walk in his word, mm. to love him and to serve him. Why why do some people why is this so complicated for some people when it comes to this choice? And 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 what what are the benefits when you do what God says? Well, you know, you, you we look at this and we've been talking about this the free will. You know, if your free will isn't given to you know, that's you got to surrender and make Jesus the Lord of your life every single day. Yeah. And if you're not giving him your free will, that's humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God. That's acknowledging that life and death is laid before you, therefore choose life. Come on. And what is choosing life? Do it, the, we've been given the Word of God. This is the, the GPS compass for our life. And it, it doesn't matter if you're a preacher, just being a Christian, you yeah. have to spend time with Him. You have to develop a life of prayer without digital technology. Mm -hmm. You have to get out into, I tell everybody all the time, I challenge them everywhere I go. Get out into the wilderness. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're in a safe place. Shut off all your digital devices and pray for one hour. Jesus challenges his disciples. Mm -hmm. Could you not, Terry, just one hour mm -hmm. with me? Just one hour? Come on. You're, you're living your whole life. What are you, awake for eight hours a day? You know, I mean, really, most people are only awake for eight hours a day. And you can't <laughs> give one hour of your life to God. Then you, if you really can't give one hour of your life in prayer then are you really living for him? Mm. That's a challenge to you. Are you mm. really living for him? I don't care how big of a leader you think you are, but if you're not humbling yourself and you're not in this, you will get off. Your conscience will get seared, yeah. your heart will get callous, and knowledge will start leading you. 
the, your own knowledge, not the knowledge of God, your own knowledge, and it'll you'll, familiar spirits will start to set in. Yeah, because they, these mm -hmm. demons don't ever sleep, mm -hmm. and they're they're waiting to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And your defense is your armor. Your armor, putting on the armor of God, yeah. is by free will. Yeah, free will is deflecting. Free will is saying that I've been in the presence of God. I I I, I have people around me that will sharpen me and keep me challenged, Amen. and they'll they'll bring the word of God and they'll they'll sharpen me with the word of God. Amen. Because it's all about the word of God, the truth. <laughs> of God and be a yoke to the things of God. And so, you know, I, I really believe this. And so, you know, having these step-by-step -step things in motion, it has to be a daily event. Yeah. Going to bed at night and having a scripture beside your bed and having communion set up for the following mm -hmm. day. These are things, That's these good. are practical principles that I don't do all the time. Yeah. You know, when I'm traveling or different things, I would like to. There are things that I'm steadily perfecting in my life. And I'm not afraid. I live a transparent life. I live mm -hmm. a. There's nothing that I don't do in secret that I'm that that can't be known outwardly. Yeah. You know, I I I feel if you live close with the Lord and you you live in a glass house anyway, you you can. There's look at my phone. Take yeah. my phone and look at my history mm -hmm. and check out my anything you want about me. My kids grab my phone. They look through stuff. I don't care because mm -hmm. I. It's not that I don't care. It's a slang yeah. word. But I'm living clean. You live in the I'm, light. I'm living the life, man. You know, I can't change this for nothing. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, and this is the thing is that you know when I when it comes to choices, uh, you know, before I got saved, I made some, so many bad choices. That was my habit. Yeah. I think that's everybody's habit. When you're not serving the Lord, man, you're gonna do a lot of dumb things. But it's 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 a habit, and um, you know, like what we were talking about, you know, as far as when you're, 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 you're setting yourself up, you're, you're building that devotion, you're building that time with God, you're building that, uh, you know, yourself up by who you're connected with and, and what they're investing in you. And, um, you know, I was taught repetition's the motor for learning. Mm. It's like when you're doing the right thing over and over again, yeah. you're going to get the right results. But yeah. it, it, it really comes to a place, especially as a believer, that if, if you're going to experience the life that God wants you to have, that John 10, 10 life, that life that's so full that it's overflowing, mm -hmm. you have to establish patterns that guarantee you success. Yes. Like, you know, it, it's being in your word every day. You know, like I said, that is the armor of God. It's the resources you find from the word of God. It's, it's having a prayer life. You know, some people, the only prayer life they have is when things are so bad, then they choose to pray. Yeah. But it's so important that you do that, that you're a tither, that you're a giver, that you're, you know, you're faithful, you know, to attending church, you know, you're faithful to making personal investments like what you're doing right now, watching this Kingdom Concepts program. Yeah. It's so important that you you establish these habits and especially in the day that we're living in, because the Bible tells us like uh, Hebrews 10, 25. You know, in these last days, man, the Bible warned us, man, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the habit of some people is. And we see that now you have some people now that their habit is they don't even go to a physical church anymore. Mm. And I can understand that, you know, you have some people have reasons why they can't physically be in a church. And we thank God for technology that people can be a part of services. You know, we got members of our church that don't even live in, in this country. You know, but there's nothing to replace the gathering. Nothing. Because there's power that shows yeah. up. And again, we make right choices yeah. when we're in the right environment with the that's right people. So powerful. You know, what, 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 what would you tell someone right now that's uh, at a, a place where there are some strong decisions that they need to make um, and their will is involved? You know, what, what would be the advice that you can give them 
in making those right decisions and going that right way. I would tell them right now to surrender to the things of God. You just give your whole heart. Decide that you can't do it on your own. God mm -hmm. wants to take you out of the mire or the clay and he wants to set your feet upon the rock. You cannot walk with God without being blessed. And you want the good life. You want to, you want to live in freedom. Well, it's not always the top of the mountain peak. It's, it's sometimes being in the valley where it's, yeah. the, it's the best part. Yeah. And I, I want to say this. Um, you didn't ask me to say Come this, on, but I want right to say in. this. I want you um, to make a choice today to connect to the man of God. You're watching this for a reason. God brought you across this path. Mm -hmm. So if you're not here, if you can't get here and be a part of this church and get out here and, and get a pastor that, that you know that's going to preach the word of God, partner with him. You mm -hmm. want to... And don't be a 30-fold or a 60-folder. Be a 100-folder. So I'm a 100-folder. I, I believe in a 100-fold return Amen. all the time. I don't, I don't compromise. Uh, I don't want a 30-fold. I'm a 100-folder. So you want a 100-fold return, whether it's health and healing mm -hmm. in, in your personal life or your, your spouse or whatever. You need miracle supply to your marriage. Uh, you want your children to return and walk with God, and you want everybody to make heaven. Um, sow a seed. Mm. Send money. Be a partner with this ministry. And I he didn't ask me to say this, but I just feel inspired that there's somebody out there right now that you need this miraculous breakthrough. Mm. You need to go to the next level in God and your growth and your relationship. Only way to get there is to release your finances. Mm. You're stuck, and you're stuck for a reason because you're holding on to. Mm. And um that and that that's that's your heart. Where your treasures are, mm. that's where your heart is. Empty it all out. Give your whole heart to the things of God. God don't want just a piece of you. He mm, wants the whole thing. When you give him your whole life, your whole heart, you're going to see the manifestation of the power of his glory. It's going to come down. Healing virtue is going to flow in and through mm. you. And you're going to see through the eye of faith what God sees. Amen. And you're going to be able to reach more people. You're going to be able to do what God's called you to do. Your gift will rise to the top and you'll see. It's, and it'll be a powerful thing. It, it's it's so important. God will never lead you wrong. Mm -mm. And, and, and the closer you walk with God, the more set free you become of your self man yes. you're going to become more like him Ooh. man i can't thank you enough uh brother james for making this investment amen. with us I, I know there's a lot of people man they're going to enjoy amen. what we've been able to walk through and i just want to say thank you for for being our guest today and we look forward to being with you guys again on another episode of kingdom concepts